Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Chris Wern. The final is close. Danger close. And Amy. So close that I can see it in the previews. We just watched episode 17 of the challenge Battle for a New Champion. We saw Norris come back into the house like a bat out of hell. Berna putting her circus skills to good use and Norris eliminating two more challengers. We're going to do Killed It or Send It Home, Jameson's Juicy Deets, and MVPs and Losers. But first, some questions. Chris, lots to unpack from this episode, but this was one of the best daily challenges, I think, of all time. Should Conquest rules be in effect for all daily challenges and seasons going forward? 100%. Absolutely, yes. Uh, I've loved this format, and I... I think I said it multiple times during the episode as I was watching it out loud. I said, this is what they should have been doing from the very beginning of this season. And honestly, I mean, I think this might be one of the best formats for a season that we've witnessed, in my opinion. Um, I'm just kind of like, why haven't we been doing this earlier? Like, just between the daily challenges, I mean, it makes sense. Like, let's just get through it, right? When you start a season and there's 20 people there and you're like oh it's just gonna take forever to pull this down let's just plow right through it get rid of these losers on the first you know the first challenge like let's start pulling it down right from the start and then the the deliberation elimination whatever thing like i love the format of that um i'm a big fan i'm a big fan of conquest i really gave a lot of shit for chaos and whatever that first one was that started with a c i don't remember <laughs> something but i thought it was great and um to your point to the the daily getting back to that like just being such a great entertaining uh thing it reminded me of those i feel like very very old school playgrounds had those things in a much smaller version but I was yeah. like, this is bad and um yeah i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed the full episode it was great because you got the last man standing winner and also the first to drop loot like it made both must yeah. watch and usually these parts of the episode like we watched with my uh sister and brother-in-law once he instinctively started just fast forwarding through the daily challenge because that's what they do all the time because it's never something that you actually need to watch and now it is am i right amy the disrespect well yeah i i i gave him a i, I got a <laughs> I got a bad podcast to record here, pal. I need to watch this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I agree with Warren all the way. I think it's great for a couple reasons, obviously, so that we can get rid of some layups. Um, and I also like that it can't, it, it adds a little element of surprise to the second half because, you know, for example, losing Michelle, if, if she had really mattered, you know, in this, picking order which i mean she kind of did but really it's it, it makes it so they can't just know what's going to happen um you know hypothetically if jay had gotten knocked out that would have changed everything so um i i like that it gives us kind of like a choose your own adventure thing as it's going through i just think it was excellent it trims the fat like we always complain about and now if they wanted to on season 40 have like 40 people there at the start, they could because you get rid of two people an episode and before you know it, we'd be down to the the nitty gritty. So you know it's what? Great. Get rid of these people. Yeah. I almost never need more than like seven or eight of them a season anyway. So 
As soon as they show up on my screen, I want them gone. I don't want to see them. <laughs> just like uh just like Danny's brother-in-law or whatever you said. Um uh what did uh do you think that this was born out of the producers being like, oh God, this, this shit's terrible. We need to get some of these people off. Or do you think that this was planned the entire time? We debated this because the vets coming back eliminated almost nobody. So I think they thought that they would have, you know, six less people than they ended up with. So I don't know if it was always the plan or I don't know if maybe they adjusted it and started sending two people home with the uh, private conquests. I don't know. But however they ar <laughs> arrived at this uh, decision, it was the right one. Yeah, wait, actually, now that you bring that up, because like all the the like marketing for it was like to be the best, you got to beat the best. And then it's like, okay, well, we 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 beat all the best. So um yeah. <laughs> now, now like nobody went home. So like the, the entire like concept for this this season was kind of like they were they kind of gamed it. And then like now is literally zero people is it uh, that are at the final have other than maybe Narice, I don't really remember, but like have any of them actually gone in and been the champion? I think all the people that be the champions have gone home. Yeah, that is uh, super interesting to point out because, I mean, what Thailand, I know, won. Who, I'm trying to think of which vets got beat. It was, uh, I mean, Kyland beat Darrell and Brad. Mm -hmm. um, Raven beat Tori and Cara yeah. Maria. Is that right? Yeah, Cara Maria lost, Tori lost. Cara Maria um, lost to Michelle. Yeah. I mean, to your point, Amy, I mean, if, if I was smart and I pulled up uh, the challenge wiki, site that we like to use uh it probably would just say it right there but um to your point amy i think you're right i don't know if anybody who's beaten the vet is actually still there which is kind of pointless really I turns out final... you don't have to beat the best you don't <laughs> turns out it doesn't even fucking matter <laughs> so amy have we ever seen a brief fling with power go to someone's head faster than it did with Berna on this episode? Uh, Berna. Yeah, but the thing about Berna is that she's an emotional player. <clears throat> so like no matter what, it's it's going to go to her head and her heart. So as much as I like really wanted the all girls final that they were talking about, you just knew the way that they were like so confident it was going to happen. It, it wasn't. Um, and I just think that she's going to choose the people, which I mean, I'm, I'm loyal, babe. If you watch love Island, that's a Georgia, Georgia quote from a girlies watching. Um, but I get why she, she went the, the loyal route. However, I fucking hate Jay. So that's my POV on that. I mean, yeah, I like in terms of, playing smart she did the right thing but once they came up with the idea of an all-women's final i was like that would be pretty amazing and a great just sucker punch to jay and it's a shame that it's not gonna happen like that's the real reason that when the narice like blow up between jay happened i know that they were like saying it was because she was being shady about something else before but i think that was what really irked him yeah, because he gives he's been um giving me vibes that uh what did they call him? Uh Vanguard, that uh cult leader. It was like on the HBO. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Nexium? Nexium? 
Yeah, Nexium. He, he just no, like, no, no. Nexium is a, like that's a medication. medication. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is it? Is it Nexium? It was something Nexium. like that, but either a medication or that's a crypto yeah. trading platform. <laughs> Yeah, he just loves like lording over women. He's got a bad haircut. Like it's all. It, there's a lot of similarities there with Some Jay. They believe in him. Yeah, Keith, Keith <laughs> Ranieri. Yeah. Yes, Keith. There you go. <laughs> um, look, I, as you said, she's either going to be very high or very low, no matter what happens. And after this episode, I'll take a happy, cocky Berna over. A miserable complaining one any day. That's true. I um I was kind of upset that Michelle, in a sense, I mean, look, it I didn't want Michelle to stay, but I was kind of upset to not get to witness the drama of Berna now having the power over Michelle, where like obviously there's been these really annoying flare-ups past mm -hmm. in the where Berna's going to Michelle. And I think it even happened on this episode, right? Where she's, yep. Michelle's, I think Michelle said, uh, on the list of people that I prioritize, you are literally there. Where? Right. Like she, yeah. You just oh, motion. God. She motions yeah. and Berna's like, okay, that's good enough for me. I would have been like, can we quantify what, what you're right. pointing at? You're right what, here on the bottom. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, this looks <laughs> up, but that's actually at the bottom of this giant pillar that I'm holding in my hands. Yeah. So I just, I'm, I'm disappointed that she went home because I really wanted to see like Berna turn the screws on her, you know, um, but whatever. I mean, it's not the biggest thing lost in, in that situation. So, yeah, she definitely, um, yeah, felt the power and put Jay under pressure, which was nice to see him kind of scramble a little bit and have those like, I know it's all editing, but when they show him with that blank face and he's just like dumbfounded, I'm like, oh, that's that's great editing. I love that. So. I think that's just his face. I was going to say, those shots, <laughs> like, all this guy does is sit in his bed shirtless with his hair all messy and just, like, look at the wall. Oh. Like, it seems to be all he does. Oh, man. So, Chris. He doesn't brush it. Bonus third question here. Have the past two weeks cemented Narice as a challenge mainstay? Like, I feel like she now needs to be on every season. Yes, I think so. You know, Norris to me, um, it's funny. I keep thinking to myself, and Jameson said this earlier in the season, that she's kind of a bully. And I feel like she kind of is. Like, she is very feisty. Um, and I think that's a good thing, you know? She's not afraid to, like, do I think she was wrong in that argument she had with Jay? Yes, I think she, I mean, it's all on camera. They showed the, the footage of her, like, you know, talking to Colleen and, Berna about you know turning on Jay but not that it was the wrong move I wanted it to happen you know but um she digs her heels in she's stubborn and like I think that's kind of what you want and she's a good competitor I think you know last season we talked about how I mean when she was Nelly's ride or die or Nelson's ride or die you know Nelly T scuba Nelly T uh rest in peace uh like I felt like she was the piece that he needed to get far you know, she had the brains and she was clearly athletic and Nelson is pretty much, I mean, he's a machine of a, an athlete, you know? So, um, I thought it was a good combination and yeah, she's really proving her worth in this season. I'm, I really hope that she continues to come back. She's not afraid to fight with people. She's great in the perform, you know, 
in the daily challenges and the eliminations. So she's an all-star in the making, I think. I'm cheering for her. Amy? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. <clears throat> As you were talking, Chris, I actually was thinking you, who she kind of reminds me of is Jonna from previous seasons where she may have been under the radar, but she's consistently good at the puzzles. Like when, and we know that if you're good at the puzzles, you're, you know, already ahead of the game, but from a physical standpoint, she can keep up at it and has proven the last two episodes that she can win. So Jonna was always like an underdog. She like always came out like winning back to back. And you'd be like, I never expected it from her, but I, I definitely think that she's got that kind of power and that that same like spunk that she has is the reason she's so mentally tough because she's got so much pride that that's why she's winning. You know, like she it wants to avenge Aracio. She wants to, you know, like get back at people. Whereas like, I might, you know, plant drugs on someone or, you know, hypothetically try to take them down that way, but she is going to win. And uh, I think that her attitude and her ability to also prop those titties up is something that is going to take her far in, in challenge lore. <laughs> I mean, she does, she's the total package, right? She's athletic, very good looking, starts shit, hooks up with people. Like it, she gives you everything that you could possibly want out of somebody on the challenge. Dude, she forced Horacio to kiss her and then date her. Like <laughs> that is a mountain that no one has been able to summit so far in the two seasons I've been on. So yeah, like, and, you know, I'm a Horacio fan and oh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, like, this is one of those relationships where you're like, they're pretty even and if I was maybe thinking about having a threesome with someone, you know, <laughs> I, I would I would think about it for a second and say yes. Maurice, Horacio, just reach out to Amy uh, through our Instagram. We'll we'll get you in touch. I know that you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do Killed It or Send It Home. Chris Warren. Um, since we're talking about Narice and, uh, you know, how great of a competitor she is, I did notice both times that she returned from her eliminations. Uh, obviously, she was kind of icy with everybody, but she gave out hugs. She still managed to give hugs. However, she gave uh, church hugs, as uh, it was explained to me once in high school, where uh, you kind of like lean out and just give a little, little over the shoulders with your hands and maybe pat the back of their shoulders. What do you guys think about church hugs? Killed it or send it home? Danny? Um, I think gonna, it was, oh, Danny, go, sorry. I First of all, I thought this was going to be about her going up and giving Mariah the first hug after sending her dopey boyfriend home, which I just <laughs> thought was one of the most incredible moments this season, maybe the best. But in terms of church hugs, I'm going to kill it because especially – in the workplace, you never know who's a hugger, who's a handshaker, and just to play it safe, you do those sort of half hug things. You don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. So I think there's a, a good time and place for a church hug, and and I'm glad that they exist. So I'm going to kill it. Can you 
please act out a church hug for me? We are on a Zoom right now, so I need to I need to see it. I will let let the record state that Chris just um, acted out a church hug. Um, now that I've seen it as a Jew, um, and I am now familiar with a church hug, uh, I. <laughs> we I have temple hugs. I, yeah, yeah, we have uh, pats on the back. Um, <laughs> we have uh, shrugs. You know, like. Um, so I think that she probably just was being very respectful of her body odor after completely kicking ass. She probably was a little stinky. So she just wanted to give a little quick in and out. So are you going to kill him or send him home? Wait, is kill it a good thing? I'm still not really quite sure about this. Kill it is you approve <laughs> of church hugs. Send it home is you don't like church hugs. Yeah, it's named oh. after, after TJ. Come on. Oh, because he kills it? If yeah. somebody does well, he says he's killed. Oh, yeah, then no, that's true. I, I'm just like in advertising, everything gets killed and it's always a bad thing. And you know, in life, if someone gets killed, it's usually not good unless it's Putin. <laughs> um, okay, I would say that uh killed it in a good way. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna also kill it. I am not a church hug giver, I'm a full hug giver for sure. However, like you said, Danny, sometimes a church hug is just necessary. Sometimes you don't want to give someone a full hug or you don't want to get a full hug from somebody. Um, I just thought it was funny watching the episode. She kind of gave out these church hugs and then just turned around and said, fuck you to everybody, which was <laughs> amazing. Um, and I love that she did it after the first time she came back because I was thinking, you know, she probably could have got into some good graces she probably would have been fine with like jay if she didn't come back and just be pissed off at everybody if she just kind of like laid low but she went full out like she went in guns blazing and she came back again after they threw her in so pretty badass moves by Nerys there church hugs killed it to them i don't and, think uh, that she kind of like i was the way i took her coming back in like yeah she was a little fiery at first but she actually like head in the game quicker than I expected like you know making Olivia feel at ease like you know like she was like slanging this girls alliance thing and if Berna wasn't so loyal babe Love Island shout out to Georgia again um then I think that that could have been something so I don't know I was like kind of impressed with how quickly she got back into the strategy further you know highlighting our point that she, this girl is going to be around for a while Amy, what do you got? Oh, so if this makes sense with the killed ascendant that I am defining. So I and I don't Half know if you time about um it. we we don't even follow this format. Figure it out. We'll figure <laughs> okay. it out. Okay. So we're still working on this segment. It's still, <laughs> we're, still we're still workshopping it. Um TJ has been very vocal this season. Um, I really appreciate personally, or am I supposed to give my opinion yet? No. Okay. So okay. kill or send it. TJ being the the voice of God, as he normally is, but he's really interjecting a lot in this episode. He basically called out Jay for being a little bitch and cry. Like he's he's like the audience. He's speaking everything that we want to say. And you know, we know that he's like not just Switzerland in, you know, the show, but this I feel like is the first season he's really stepped out and he's just so angry, probably because they got completely fucked with their format and they were like, now we got to do the conquest style, but he has just been unleashing. So the question to you, gents, 
kill it or send it, TJ speaking his piece live. I mean, it's killed it unquestionably. TJ is an incredible host and he's gotten so much better with a decade plus of doing this. And I think coming into this season, he knew like, it's a bunch of new people. I don't know if they're going to be great. So like, he stirs it up when he has to. He's a cheerleader when he has to be. He's like a coach when he has to be. He He's a disciplinarian when he has to be. Like, he's picking his roles. He's wearing a lot of hats this season. But it's been necessary because there has been times where the show has stunk. And now it's suddenly gotten really good and they figured it out. But, like, it's been a roller coaster. And I feel like he's the presence that's kept it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm also going to kill it. Um, I've really enjoyed him just being present like you said Danny and just interjecting himself at the right times and the right ways to like stir the pot you know even just every elimination I feel like he's like Raven what's going on why are you down here again you know and like just it's just a fairly nothing statement but it's just enough to like try to like pry something from her to talk shit about somebody you know yes and like it's amazing that he knows, like you said, he knows when to be a cheerleader. He knows when to turn the screws on someone. Um, and he does it in a way that's pretty like unarguable. Like he's not even like really getting in the argument. He's not getting his hands dirty. I think that's what's the most impressive is like, it's not his opinion really. Uh, like Amy, like you pointed out, he's kind of speaking for us or maybe that was you, Danny. I, just like him being present in the deliberations as well has been a big plus up a big big plus up to just call out like yeah that example of calling That's out Jay. Point. that actually might be the reason why we haven't ever gotten it before is because he's seeing everything so he's like getting annoyed too and i think that you know of all people this guy is was elite B- bmx you know in his like he's an athlete he is a competitor so you know we know that he always hates it when people quit and he he just wants to see people living up to their potential and and competing. And I think that's really what grinds his gears is that, you know, they're it's the beating the champions, the new champions, and they haven't beat a champion and that and he's pissed about it. Yeah. I think he understands there's a uh, necessary evil to the whole social side of the game. You know, TJ, in that sense of you're saying like, He's there for the competitiveness. He reminds me of like a Horacio, right? Like he just only really cares about other games. Yeah. And he feels like that should carry more weight. And maybe that's why, I don't know, maybe he's the one who came up with this conquest thing of like the loser in the daily needs to go home because I don't got time for this, you know? Maybe he's I the mean, one. He makes the final. It's TJ's final. So sure, you know. Yeah. So, and he's probably upset that everybody who beat a vet has gone home now too. But, he uh, does always seem like annoyed to have to bring up house drama, which I always love. Like, <laughs> you can tell like he's been asked to do it and he always just seems like this is beneath me but i'll ask about it <laughs> he is like the dad at a sleepover yeah <laughs> kids shut up go to sleep <laughs> the dad that i'm like going up in the middle of the night to get juice i'm like hey <laughs> so um Mine's about James, who we saw go home this week, but uh, he was new to this season. He did nothing but lay by the pool and get tan. Um, he 
removed any uh mental part of the game and just put it on Mariah's shoulders. So my question for you is, is there a chance that James is the dumbest person to ever appear on the challenge? Killed it or send it home? He also, wait, he also completely stole Johnny's girl. So like, that's also another thing that he's done. I would love to watch this alongside Bananas and just hear what he thinks of this guy. I mean, it's it's incredible. But Chris, what do you think? Um, yeah, I I think it's possible, James. I mean, the lack of self-awareness is just immense with this guy. I like how upset he was about this whole thing. It's like, dude, you should just be thankful that you've made it this far. Let's be real. You've got to sit by the pool and work out and like look at Mariah's cheeks with everybody else in America because it couldn't be a freaking episode of the challenge this season without the camera pulling out or moving to show her butt cheeks. Anyways. Um, yeah, he's, he should just be thankful. He should just be thankful. I mean, guys, it happened in the beginning of this episode. I was just like, yep, couldn't be, a, couldn't be an app of this. Um, but yeah. And then just like, and literally he's there because Mariah would just be like, please don't put in James and everybody'd be like, yeah, okay. And it was nothing else. He didn't even have to do, like, he didn't have to do anything. It was insane. It's insane. I, so kind of really. I hope he watches this back and just realizes how lucky he was to have that paid vacation. <laughs> um, I think that he is the same in the same vein as Horacio and what's his face? Who's the host? TJ. Um, he he's a, an athlete. He's a competitor. So if Horacio happened to be on the other side of the house having Nari and Norris had the power and she was protecting him. We probably wouldn't see that much of him this season, except when he takes his shirt off in the dance scenes. But other than that, I think that because James was on the winning side every time, we didn't hear from him a lot. He wasn't scheming. Horacio wasn't scheming, really. So he was basically like, if you're going to send me in, send me in. You know, and same with Horacio. Like, I, I think that just because, like, it from our point of view, it seems like he wasn't doing anything because, like, he wasn't scheming. But I don't, I, don't, I just don't think he's a political player because he's like, I'm, I win, I man. You so know, you and think, but you think he's competitive? Yeah, no, I, because every time he's been say like, he said to go uh, in, he's like, I don't care. I'm not going to like politic. Like, I'm just going to go in. Like, he's a strong dude, obviously. Didn't he win in a uh, one of the yeah. challenges? Because they were like, oh, he gassed out. Like, they were like, oh, he's gassing out. Or, or was that like a mini final or something? There was something where he, he, he won, but he almost died doing it. It was, right. a, it was playing Connect Four. Right. <laughs> but, but the, the fact of the matter is, is that like, he doesn't, he's like, I'm going to be, a, a if I'm going to be here, I'm going to earn it, basically. Like, I, I'm going to, I'm not going to deal with this like J Queen B stuff. Like, I'm just going to go in and do it. And I think that if he was on the losing side, we would see him in a lot more confessionals. If he had kept, like, kept getting put in every time. Again, I, I still do agree that he didn't do much because he didn't have to because he had Mariah, which is like, hey, you know, if I that's that's queen shit. I'm I'm down for James. I'm down you're for you're making the case that he's smart. Yeah. I mean, like he I think anybody like. Don't you think that he would have gotten into like he's smart and knowing that opening his mouth probably wouldn't have gone well. <laughs> like he played it. He, I think I think he did great. So it killed it. Sent it home again. You're gonna send it home. It sounds like yeah. I'm sending it home. Yeah.
Um, I mean, it's tough to to quantify this because there have been just so many dumb people on the challenge. I mean, his current <laughs> girlfriend might be dumber than him. Like she had some some really dumb quotes this week. Uh, but for the sake of the fun of this, I'm gonna say killed it just because he's he's like Johnny Bravo or something, you know? Like he's just <laughs> he, he just. He makes me laugh, you know, but like, yeah, I, I wouldn't count on him to, I wouldn't trust him to like make me a sandwich, you know? I I would absolutely trust him to make a sandwich. Are you kidding me? Like, that's like one of the few things I would trust him with. <laughs> I would have a lot of protein, some healthy fats. Would you trust him with uh, your taxes? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Time to get juicy. With Jameson's Juicy Deets. All right, so no Jameson this week. Um, but we do have some deets. I have one, and then uh, if anybody else has some, just sprinkle them in here. Um, Caitlin, my wife, sent me a post from an account called Challenge T911. So you know it's very legit. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> And they claim that this daily challenge resulted in Michelle breaking two ribs, Colleen getting concussed, and Olivia breaking three ribs and popping an implant. Do we think or know that any of this is true? I mean, I don't know, but the way people were hitting the deck yeah. after they fell off that thing, there was damage being done. Like, that first belly flop from Olivia was rough. Like, that looked so rough. So I honestly I wouldn't be surprised that it's kind of unnecessary how high that thing was off the, the yeah, exactly it could have worked like four it feet, been like two feet off the water like yeah. it's really unnecessary yeah I mean that's a it hundred percent happened like did you hear that like puppy yelp that Michelle like came yes. out of her body that was like, sad but yeah the reason that I think it may not be true is like do you really think the challenge would stop production to like let he ribs heal like there's no way olivia was like army crawling with broken ribs and a popped breast implant right i don't know and then do I, the rest of the episode yeah i don't know i i think that they probably didn't like have you ever broken ribs before i've heard it's the most painful thing you can have happen to you i mean just so just so everyone is aware that's listening, I have given birth and I just <laughs> I just gave some eyes to uh to the gentleman in the in the Zoom call. So to repeat, Danny thinks that breaking your ribs is the most painful thing that can happen to you. Caitlin, as an injury. May I repeat, Caitlin, Danny thinks that your ribs is the most painful thing. Um, yeah, I I don't know about that. I th I believe that it happened, and I like they are very high up, and like when you're high, that high up and you land on water, it's like hitting concrete. So, yeah, I mean Olivia probably needed to work on those boobs anyway, so I think she's just trying to get the challenge to pay for them. <laughs> I've got some deets. Uh, apparently, you know, I'm a Twitter, I'm a Twitter gal. Got to stay up on the what the peeps are saying. And uh, 
apparently Olivia was on a podcast and she said that her and Horacio were never ride or dies, that they actually met on ride or die season because they had the same manager and their manager was like, oh, the challenge is casting. Like, let me put these two together as ride or dies. Let's discuss. What was their fake uh, background story again? I think it was that they were friends. They were and like, I don't think they had one. Sure. I think that they-, they never got into like how they met or anything like that, which I feel like I've always been suspicious on their friendship. The only thing that's made me believe in it was actually this season when they said, oh, she's my number one and he's my number one. And it's like, what? Like, where's this coming from? Like, you guys. Their manager. That's where it's coming from. There's nothing any different. You know, like, I don't know. There was nothing showing last season that made it seem like they were friends previously. No, and they really don't have any chemistry whatsoever. Like, this is making. trust. Right. And that's the the real thing is, like, if ride or dies have this bed of trust. And I think that would explain why, you know, we've gotten on Olivia's case a lot, you know, for good reason, because she's terrible. But she has hasn't trusted him it's because yeah she's known him for like a year whatever you know like so it's kind of interesting and and a a tidbit to kind of take a step back and and really digest you know how disloyal was she at the beginning i don't know it's a good d it's great d i just wanted to um say last week jameson briefly mentioned the ct and bananas podcast chris and i listened all two hours of it this week I encourage everybody to track down this podcast. They just relive the glory days of the challenge. And it could have been four hours long and it wouldn't have been enough. It was very insightful. And Wait, uh, they have a new podcast? It, it's, so Johnny uh, Bananas has a podcast. Yeah. And it's uh-huh. the latest episode, unless he's done another one since then last week. And it's very good. And they just... Do they talk about the traitors? Yes, they, it- they... They go through their entire history together. They share background tidbits that you don't get to see on the show. I mean, it's it's yeah, really, casting. really good. Things that happen in casting, things that have happened on the show, oh, things that have happened in between seasons. Uh, just they talk game. They talk about other people. They talk about specific episodes and seasons and uh, eliminations and challenges and finals. It's very impressive uh very interesting they talk about the production companies yeah it's very cool to like listen to and then you kind of get some answers as to like things that we complain about on this show but (laughs) you know it's still for the production company to hear you guys are fucking up man we want the glory days this podcast was made for you amy you need to you need to yeah i mean like i'm canceling my plans tonight i'm getting a babysitter (laughs) (laughs) draw a bath MVP of the episode. Who do you got, Chris? You know, while I really want to give it to Narice for being such a legend in two apps, and I didn't even give it to her last week, I'm going to give it to somebody else who I think deserves a shout out. Um, and that is Corey. Uh, Corey, yes, Corey, Danny. Uh, <laughs> for his political game. There was a time, let me uh, take us back, a, you know, mid-season where he threw Big T and Melissa under the bus And I said, he was my loser. I said, he's never going to go another episode without just getting thrown straight into elimination again. Well, he proved me wrong. Not only has he not been in elimination since then, uh, tonight, the night that it mattered most for being saved in deliberation, he was Berna's first choice. He was the first person safe. 
And I just thought, what a freaking character arc uh, he's undergone. Do I really like him a lot? Not really. But I still think he deserves some credit. I think he's uh, the MVP for me tonight because clearly he did something. He rebranded. He did something that I don't know what journey he was on, but he did it. He made his journey complete and he's in a final. So congrats for you, Corey. It is sort of astounding that he and Berna are still on this show, given how the season started for both of them. So it's true. Um, It's sort of shocking. Amy, who do you got? Um, Can't not give it to Norris. You know, she she at this point has now sent home four people back to back. And I, I think that it would be insane. While I do respect Corey's character arc, I think basically he just made friends with Berna, who is like extremely unlikable that a lot of people didn't like. So he's like, I'm going to butter up to this bitch and hope she can, you know, pinwheel or bicycle her way through that first challenge. And then I get picked. Like, I don't know. I think there are, I, I, I just think that Norris can't, it's just so dominating in, in every way that I, I think we just need to and like, not only that, her final, she had three flags and they didn't even have two the other people like it was it was a massive takedown so it was a shellacking and Uh, i agree with you i think it has to be norice this week two episodes in a row of uh dare i say iconic performances um and i really hope she wins now because if she does it will really put together one of the great seasons in in challenge history like we can we can uh quibble about like the whole season and whether the person that wins is a true champ and all that. But I think she can only perform with who she's performing against right now. And she's been incredible. Mm. Is that what's the, do we know like how many people win? Is it just one? It's just one. Because if that's the case, then like Norris is the only one that can win and have it be justified for and have it, you know, taste good. So anyone else, you would put an asterisk on their winning a final. Did not win elimination, right? Is that what you're? Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. It's not even that. It's just more of like you could almost argue that like James, as much like a little, or sorry, Jay, as much of like a little bitch, I think he is. Like he's still put in overtime on the social game. So like I, I would say that he at the if he can win a final then I can at least justify myself or it's like, it wasn't like James who, you know, played it smart in different ways by, you know, but, but, you know, I'm saying it's like, I don't, Michelle would have, I think would have deserved it. I just don't want to live in a world where Jay is a challenge champion. No, absolutely not. I will, I will, I will unalive myself. And honestly, of all the people that are still in, I feel like, um, you know, how we were saying none of them have beat a vet. I do think Norris is that level. Like she, oh, yeah. I wouldn't put it past her that she, you know, if she were in an elimination with some of the vets that were in there or any of the vets, like she would have held her own. She probably would have won. Where there's clearly other people who I would have doubts. Did she beat a vet through osmosis? Is that like because um, she Horacio and Kyland, uh, you know, like they took out vets. So by that logic, she has been the I think best. that helps the argument. However, like, I don't always count those things. You never know. But, uh, you know, because 
one elimination is not equal to another, you know? Mm-hmm. But, but put it this way, I'll, I'll give her credit for beating Horacio and Kylan over beating like fucking Brad, you know? Totally. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly my point. It's like, it's not like she beat CT, right? But like, you know, or maybe even like a Tory or a Laurel. I don't know. But Laurel got beat by Raven, whatever. I mean, this opens a weird conversation of like, well, this person beat that person, right? Um, but then again, those eliminations were their own unique eliminations. So who knows, right? But I think if you put her in eliminations against those vets, she would come out with a pretty decent record, I would say. She wouldn't be like a losing record where there's other people that are still on this show who I feel like ultimately, I don't know if they would be able to make the cut. Can I just, I haven't been here for the whole season, um, but I just need to have some things be known. Um, going back, we're talking about these challenges. I also was like annoying me that like everybody's helping the them. So like, it's like you're going against this vet and it's a puzzle, but like, we're just going to yell the answer to you. So you win. So like, that was also kind of bullshit. Um, yes. So I don't know if I totally count the wins and also like, how much coke is Brad on all the time for his eyes to <laughs> always be bulging out of his head? We were we were concerned for Brad after this appearance. <laughs> this is the first time we were like, is this funny anymore? Or <laughs> he's trying to like balance out his face with the beard. Like maybe you won't notice. Like the longer his beard gets, the less obtrusive his eyes look. <laughs> 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 if you have one extreme feature yeah. balance it out with another extreme feature exactly. he wears one of those pharrell hats <laughs> <laughs> long beard tall hat <laughs> <laughs> looks well, like a walking pencil for the head yeah his eyes are looking a lot smaller <laughs> <laughs> well amy to your first point <laughs> about the the contestants helping the the other contestants it's 100 percent true i mean ct says it on that podcast don't want to spoil too much but he does basically point that out that is what happened at least with his elimination with asaf and to that point too um i thought it was just kind of an odd thing in particular there was an elimination uh oh it was michelle versus um car maria in which it didn't seem like right. anybody helped Cara Maria. And it was clear that like Cara Maria was way ahead, but then it was the puzzle portion. She's not good at that. And man, if somebody just helped her and told her where to put the pieces, she would have won so easy. Yep. And I was really kind of surprised nobody stepped up because I think Michelle was kind of in the crosshairs for a couple people at at that point. Like, but they didn't step up and help her out, which was disappointing. But to your point, yes, totally true. Although I will say Kylan's elimination, his two, there weren't really puzzles. It was just all physical. His thing for his br- versus Brad was bringing those balls to the tower. And um, yeah. then he had the thing versus Darrell. So some of I them. I loved that one. I thought for me, that was one of my favorite ones I've ever seen. Cause like, it, I mean, I just, I loved it. It had fire. It was like brawn and brains and strategy. And like, I just, thought that that one was like i would be happy if they brought that one back it was like perfectly <laughs> pointless yeah, to where yeah exactly you relate to it. you're like i've never done anything like this in my life yeah <laughs> so loser of the episode who do you got chris my loser this episode is olivia um 
the biggest thing for me, I mean, she keeps, it feels like she just keeps making all the drama about herself where she feels like she's a big deal, which, you know, I think I talked about last week, maybe a little bit, but the big thing for me this week was um, she's still hung up on Norris and like throwing her under the bus last week or just, you know, betraying her. Um, and it's kind of, to me, I'm like, look at, you made your move, you shot your shot. She didn't get eliminated, but you burnt that bridge. Right. And now you need to stay on the side you're on. And instead of doing that, she kind of goes back and she's trying to be buddy, buddy with Norris. And basically at this point, when it's the most important, it's like, look, you're one episode away from the final. She decides that she wants to go back to Norris, who by all the like little talking head things, like Norris ain't going to take her back as a friend. So that is just pointless. And then, so she, you know, gets caught somewhere in the middle and she just ends up going home and it just felt like a really, really poor move. And um, yeah. And then also her thing of trying to make Jay look bad or like the bad guy in regards to Norris this week was just kind of cringy after what she did last week. So uh, she's my loser. This yeah, week. She's really not savvy. Um, yeah. in any way. Like she, she does things without ever thinking about the consequences that might come her way. And so far they've all come her way. Like uh like a golf ball flying golf at ball. her forehead. So I think <laughs> the face Chris just made that was too a low blow by me, I guess. <laughs> Chris didn't appreciate oh. it. But um yeah, she she just like doesn't think this through and then seems shocked when she has yeah. to like own up to her own behavior. Like she's like, honestly, I didn't really think it through, but if you want to feel some type of way, it's like what type of way do you think she's going to feel betrayed because you betrayed her? That's how this works. Right. There, there's some people that are narcissists because they are like, they're born a narcissist. And then there's some people that are narcissists by default because they're just so dumb that they can only have, uh, they only have the ability to understand what's going on from their point of view. By the time it gets to like, they can get to the other person's point of view, like the situation's moved on. So I think that she's, she's just for me, dumber than Mariah and anyone and i'm just gonna launch into it she was also my my loser for that exact same reason and the exact same reason you know aside from the obvious like literal losing she was convinced that norris had forgiven her she was like oh i'm so just so thankful like she's going on like like an absolute idiot and then when she said that thing about jay she was like and when jay had the opportunity to save her and he didn't like what a dick like as if you did not just do it the week before <laughs> like a completely worse way because you guys are actually girlfriends that like go out and like if you've ever been in a bathroom with another girl drunk like that is friendship that is ride or die um pass me the toilet paper i'm plumb out is friendship and i think that she just is so fucking dumb and all that filler in her lips has seeped into her brain um and that's why she's a fucking idiot man i thought the golf ball the face was bad (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah it, it was just a really poor showing um and uh maybe she'll learn from it but i doubt it she seems to have no self-awareness um i'm gonna change it up and go with michelle they ended this as if some beloved character was like dying off of a prestigious show 
Is the tribunal the only ones that uh, hate Michelle? I can't stand her. She said that she was hanging on to this rope so that the viewers at home could be inspired. Michelle, don't do me any favors. You lost. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> she got to do the challenge once. Then she got to watch others do it. And then she stuck with the same strategy of hanging on to the rope. It's like you really are going to trust your biceps that are already shot from doing it once. And you think you're going to win? Like, it was the dumbest strategy I've ever seen. And she thinks she has the audacity to be like, yeah, I really inspired some people out there. Get out of here. You coasted pretty much, except for that one challenge you went in against Car Maria. You're just lucky that she's not good at puzzles. And uh, I can't stand her. I'm glad she's going home. Yeah. The thing about Michelle is I think it's not that she was beloved. It's that she was expected to go to the like she she was a shoe in. Right. Far, far something like this happening. Like this was the only situation where her or Jay or any of these big dogs would have would have gone home. And so, yes, it's not because we we love her. It's because it's kind of like almost she was robbed. But it is a good thing that she went home because like if you can't run on the hamster wheel then you're gonna you're gonna starve you know that made sense um if you can't run on a hamster wheel you're gonna gain weight and then if you're too fat you can't go into the ball i don't know i've got nothing it doesn't make sense um yeah, <laughs> but yeah i mean she had her ticket punched she had the perfect yeah. setup everybody was looking out for her this is the only way she goes home and i just don't know how you don't learn from the first time doing this that that's not gonna work yeah, that was it was pretty poor. And to your point, Danny, like they they made it. I don't know. The only like more dramatic falling that I think I can remember is like Mufasa falling off the cliff. In <laughs> um, like Mariah's no Michelle reaction too was just. I mean, it was all just too over the top. Um, so yeah, didn't care for it. I was kind of happy when it happened. It made me Did laugh. you guys watch Michelle on Survivor? No, I haven't watched Survivor since the uh, old naked guy won in like the first season. Richard Hatch. Um, <laughs> uh, I will say that I am a pun intended Survivor buff, and um, I love it. I absolutely love it, and she. I think that I probably have a different POV of her because I saw her on Survivor first. Um, same with Jay, right? He's from, yeah, so it's like- So they were they, both more likable on Survivor. Yeah, well, it's more of a game. It's the thing that TJ doesn't like about it. It's why they were getting to the end is because they are they know how to outwit, outlast, and outplay, which, you know, isn't <laughs> the same for for everyone. So I think that they, they, man, they, they pull every lever where, um, some people just play like the Horacio James are just physical specimens. Yeah. I have seen um I have seen a good amount of Jay's season. I do watch Survivor every once in a while, I watch a couple old seasons in between, uh, you know, when I'm downtime on shows. And uh I did see Jay's season and he was more likable. I will say he was more likable of a character on that show. I think you don't see the, maybe it's the editing in Survivor. It's just you don't see who's really pulling the strings all the time. Um, you don't know who's going to get voted on. Where, like, he comes into this situation, it it's very clear, like, that 
you know, he and Michelle are the very senior players amongst this group and that they've just overloaded their corner with allies. And, you know, I would imagine from their experience on Survivor, it's like it's better to be the one who like cuts someone off and, you know, throws them out of your alliance than being the person who's thrown out of the alliance, you know. And so they really they put themselves in all these groups. There's a big alliance, but then there's all these sub strong knit groups, the Fantastic Four and all that bullshit. <laughs> and, um, you know, and, like they made it so they're kind of like foolproof from everybody, especially when the, everybody's talking about, well, they're my number one. And this is my my other number one. It's like, dude, you're not. Then they're number two. There's that's no. Their, that's there's, their survivor. There's sure. a word for number one. It's two. But that's like a survivor mentality where like yeah. they're talking out of both sides of their mouth to everybody, you know, because that's how you win that game. And it did so, work for the most part. I mean, right. I, I hate I mean, Jay's in the final. So right. Yeah. It worked for them. And if Michelle's biceps didn't give out, then, you know, or if she was just a little smarter, as you pointed out there, Danny, she maybe would be in a final two. Yeah. She just looked like a wet noodle hanging there. <laughs> Until next week, that's it from the tribunal. Don't be a quitter. Don't be a layup. You guys killed it. Um, and just want to shout out the listeners here. I know we always make fun of how poorly this podcast performs, but... We just got over 10,000 downloads of this show. So thank you all. Yeah. Pretty crazy, huh? Talk about a conquest. (laughs) If I can stop downloading on every device I own. (laughs) That's the only way we're going to get to 11,000. You know, you got to keep it going. (laughs) 